Hey friends, welcome to this episode. I'm really excited to make this episode today because it's something very different than what I normally do. My entire podcast is all about really business and marketing and life tips for product-based businesses. So how to grow your product business, how to launch it, how to get visibility, how to market it. And I will touch on some of that today actually because it does relate to a product-based business because this is actually a physical product. So today's episode, I'm going to share the why and how in a sense, behind how I launched and created a self-published children's book for Amazon. And I have some other things that I will share about the book um, in a minute. But yeah, I launched a book, yes, or not yesterday, a few days ago, this week. So today's day of recording is October 24th. And the book was launched officially on Amazon, I think on like Wednesday. So the 20 or maybe like the 20th or 19th or so. Um, But I had some issues with the cover and I had to redo the cover a little bit. So it's sort of was officially launched yesterday and I just posted it on my Instagram, on my Facebook. I texted my friends. Some of my friends had no idea I even did this. So it feels like today I am putting it out into the world and it's going to be really the start of how I market my children's book. Because as you guys know, I'm all about marketing and you create a product and you don't just let it sit dormant. You have to market it. You have to spread the word. You have to create visibility for that product. And that is what I'm planning on doing and running full force into doing that. So uh, just a little bit about the book. So again, I self-publish it on Amazon. Um, The book is for, you know, two year, two year, I would say two to three to seven to eight year old children. It is a book about a boy and a dog. And basically the premise of the book is the boy is watching too much video, too much tablets, too much like looking at screens and his dog Kennedy or his brother Kennedy, the golden doodle says, Hey Milan, let's go out. You got to put the phone down or the videos down. Let's go out and explore the world. And so they get in the car and Kennedy's the driver and (laughs) they drive around and explore the Pacific Northwest of the United States. So we currently live in Washington state and over the last four years of living here, we have gone to all the places that we talk about in the book. And so the book is very special to me. It's very personal. It's literally all the places that I love in Washington and Oregon. And so in the book, they, the two, the boy and the dog, it's, there's no parents involved. It's literally just a boy and a dog. They explore the different areas. They take ferries. They get in the car. They are going on adventures together. So the premise of the book is, you know, basically for a child to put down the phone in the screen time, which I know a lot of parents struggle with in today's world. I know I do with my own son, which is why I created this book. Um, so it's it's basically a reminder to put the phone down and go outside, explore, take adventures, go on trips. Um, as someone who has spent the last 20 years of my life traveling and exploring, those things really drive me in life. Those are the things that I get so much pleasure from. I love going to a new city, a new place and exploring. And I do that with my son. I, we go on trips all the time together. Even if it's just a day trip to explore a different town or a different place, I live to do that. And that's something that's really important to me. And I constantly try to instill that in him. And he loves like going out and exploring. So that's kind of the premise of the book. They go on these little adventures. So each 
pages of the book is a different location. So if you open up the book and you flip open, you have two pages and each two page section, I don't know what that's called in the book world. Um, they're in a different location and they're all like really fun, trendy places within Washington and Oregon. So things like Whitby Island, where Practical Magic, the movie was filmed. Um, they're looking for orca whales and looking for clams and oysters. Um, they take the ferry over to Bainbridge Island. Bainbridge Island is a really popular place right across from, uh, it's right across the water from Seattle. And there they are on the ferry and then they're on this famous, it's like, it's called the Frog Rock. It's like a really famous rock that's painted like a frog. Um, then they go to Seattle and they're, they, they're at the gum wall. I don't know if you guys have ever seen pictures of Seattle, but there's actually a really famous gum wall. It's disgusting. And there's like thousands, hundred, probably hundreds of thousands of pieces of gum used gum stuck on a wall I mean it's pretty gross but it's very iconic they go down to Portland and visit the Portland food trucks um where else do they go they go to Mount Hood to play in the snow. They go to a town called Issaquah in Seattle, which is one of my favorite places in Washington. And they go hiking and they look for banana slugs and just other places. They go to Gig Harbor and they're, you know, under the Tacoma Narrows Bridge playing with driftwood. Like it's just a sweet book. And it just captures, one, it captures the essence of exploring and adventure, which is something that's so important to me and something that I really want to instill in my child. And two, it captures the, the beautiful essence of this part of the country. So for anyone who's not been to Washington State or Oregon, you know, it is a beautiful place and there are so many beautiful things to see. It's so green. Everywhere you look, there's water. So in the book, a lot of the pages have the green trees or the water because that is what this area is all about. So it's definitely really special. All the places in the book are places that we have all been together. I didn't just choose random places. I chose chose really special places to me and ones that literally Kennedy and Milan have gone together. So it's a, it's a great book. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that probably at the end. But what I want to talk about is sort of the why. So I... <laughs> And I'm laughing because one of my friends, literally, I'm going to, I have to open up her text message because it's super funny and it's very fitting. Um, <laughs> so one of my friends, Rebecca, who I met in college a long time ago. She was like my first, one of the first people I ever met in college. She just texted me and said, you just emerged to launch a kid's book, question mark. You are a mover and shaker. I think that is so perfect because it's so true. I I don't consider myself an author, although to be honest with you, I am actually, <laughs> I am working on another book, not a kid's book, like a proper book for <laughs> adults. It's going to be a business book and I don't want to tell too much, but I, I started working on it on December 31st of 2020 and I had not opened it since this week. So since publishing the kid's book, I'm like, all right, I got to get back on the other book. So I am working on a proper book and it's going to be, I'm trying to think if I should tell you. So I'll give you a hint. It's going to be on how, I'm trying to think of what I can say without giving away too much. Um, it's going to be about basically the notion of how do you please your customers when it comes to your product-based business? How do you create loyalty? How do you create customers that want to continue to promote you and become obsessed with your brand? 
sorry, I just sneezed. Um, how do you create a product and an experience that generates just this customer obsession, right? How do you get customers that are so loyal to your brand and they just truly love your brand? So that's what the book is about. I don't want to give too much away, but I am working on that. And that's one of my dreams is to publish that book. So stay tuned for that. Um, I am multi passionate person (laughs) like doing one thing does not suit me and if you know me you're like oh yeah of course like oh yeah of course she wrote a children's book like so random and that's why that text from my friend is hysterical because I have not talked to her in probably like six months and she must have saw my Facebook post and now is like really you just launched a kid's book like that's fucking weird so anyway um the why behind why I did this? So a lot of people are asking, why did you do this? It's very random. It's just, it's weird. Not weird, but like it's different. You know, when you do something that people don't expect, they stop and say, why? Why? And people are very curious behind the why. Not so much like the what. Like, oh, you wrote a kid's book. You had to do this, this, and this. They really want to know the why. Like, why did you do this? So I feel like I have multiple reasons of why I did this. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Let's backtrack to one of my one-on-one clients who I worked with um, a year and a half ago. Leanne, she's the owner of Pure Earth Pets and she's just amazing. We definitely clicked right away and she's someone who has multiple businesses. Like she's the type of person where she'll just message me and say, oh, I have this new business idea. I have everything put in place. I just need a name. Like, what are your thoughts? And I love that. I just love that about her. She's amazing. And that's kind of like how I am too. I'll just come up with an idea and I know pretty quickly, like, am I going to actually move forward with this idea or is it just an idea that I'm going to shelf away? And so she basically, I worked with her for, um, I think about six months, four to six months, maybe. And in the time of us working together, she launched a children's book on Amazon called, um, I'm going to, I forget the exact title, but it's basically Dover the Dog Saves the Planet. I think it's Dover the Dog Saves the Planet. And it's about this dog who helps spread the word about like recycling and things like that. It's a adorable it's adorable I will link it below I highly recommend you grab a copy it is like she just did a phenomenal job and her subscription box business is all about um, it's a sustainable um, pet subscription box pure earth pets so everything is like eco-friendly and that kind of thing so it fits very well with her business right and so she published this book and I kept being like I ordered a copy right away and my son loved the book like he loved it I would send her videos of it and it just made her really excited and I just felt excited to be able to support her but also I was like this is so awesome that you just did a children's book and so she told me about how she told me about how she had been I don't know if she was gifted a book anyway she one of her friends wrote a book about passive income and Leanne sent me the book so it's called passive income I forget the names of everything because as usual I just kind of popped in and started recording I don't have anything in front of me I think it's called massive a passive income massive retirement aggressive retirement that's it Passive Income, Aggressive Retirement. So she sent me this book and it's basically a book on passive income, all the ways you can make passive income. And as someone who spent two and a half years of her life with a product-based business, shipping, packing orders, doing customer service, um, I really like the idea of moving. I mean, 
I, I love product. I love the product world. I love the product space. With my business now, I'm in more of like a consulting educational role, and I love that. It really, truly suits me. Um, but I'm also wanting to incorporate more streams of passive income into my business. So one of the passive income streams that the girl talks, Rachel, talks about in her book Passive Income Aggressive Retirement. I will link that below in the show notes as well. She talks about self-publishing a book on Amazon. And I was like, holy crap, that's so genius. Genius. So this was, I think in like December is when I read the Passive Income book. So December of 2020. And so Leanne published her book. It was amazing. She told me about her, the process of it. It just sounded fun and interesting, right? Then I read the passive income book. So passive income is in my brain a lot more at this stage. So then let's say I shelf the book away and I'm doing other things. Then let's fast forward, Mar- I think it was February or March of 2021. My son is asking me, telling me, mom, I want to start a business. I want to do my own business. He's five years old, by the way, but he sees what I do when I'm doing a podcast. I have YouTube. I have doing all these different things. And he really becomes into this, he not becomes, but like he's just very into this whole thing of like, I want to work. I want to have a business. Um, I need to, like, I need to send emails. Like he started just mirroring a lot of the things I'm doing. So he kind of kept saying, I want to do a business. I want to have a business. I want to have a business. So I was like, you know what? I love it. I love the enthusiasm towards having a business. And if he, and again, like I understand he's a little kid, but if he shows any interest at all with anything with entrepreneurial life or anything, I will help him and run with it, right? I I love it. It makes me happy. So he said, I want to have a business. I want to have a business. So I was like, you know what? Let's sit down. It was like some Saturday rainy afternoon in Washington. I was like, let's sit down and let's brainstorm some ideas for what kind of business could we do together, right? And so we sat down and literally I pulled open a Google Doc called Milan's Business and I started brain brain dumping, which is what I do for everything. If I ever have an idea, I open up a Google Doc and I brain dump. What are the ideas? What could I do? Like what are the options? What like what does the world need right now? You know? And so the first thing I thought of was an app. So an app makes the most sense. My husband could create it. He knows coding and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, well, he could probably create an app for us, but like what kind of app? And I know we have to do research, figure out what are the apps that are the most downloaded? What what are the apps missing? Like kind of like how I do anything else. I'll do market research. I'll look at competitors. I'll figure out what is the competitors lacking and how could we add that to our thing? So I kind of thought about that for a minute and I liked the idea of it, but then I was like, wait a minute, the kid's book. I was like, why don't we do a kid's book? Because it relates to him. He's a kid. And again, I read the Passive Income book. I was inspired by Leanne's book and it just kind of, it clicked in my head. Just like any other thing that I kind of run, run with, it always starts with that moment when the idea pops into my head and I truly intuitively know that is the right idea. And I knew right away, same as when I started the Dapper Dog Box business, the idea popped into my head while I was literally at the gym. I had never once thought about it before, never once. And I said, I'm going to do a subscription box business. And a week later, I was had, you know, like I knew that I was going to do a dog business, dog subscription box. I was already looking at getting my logo done. I was working on the um, like the legal side. So 
I'm the type of person where I have an idea and I, if I know pretty quickly right away if I want to do it or not, and I will run with the idea. I run full steam ahead. So same thing with the book. Um, I said, all right, let's do let's do a kid's book. Like what, do, what could we write about? And I kind of like thought about it a little bit and wrote out some ideas. And I said, well, I think it would be really fun to do a kid's book about a dog. I have two dogs, a dog, like the dog stuff fits in with like my brand in some way because my first business was a pet business. I have a lot of pet clients. Um, I, you know, I have some, I'm just, I'm involved in the pet space and I, you know, I'm a dog person. I love all things dog. If you guys see me in my YouTube videos or Instagram, I'm literally probably wearing like a Ripley and Rue or gift spot, or now Beachy Pups sweatshirt, pretty much like every single day. I am wearing one right now that says puppies and Prosecco. Thank you, Beachy Pups. Um, so it just makes sense, right? I love all things dog, and I love using my own dogs. Kennedy is in all of my photo shoots with me. He's my golden doodle. So it just makes sense, right? So we kind of thought about the idea, and then it it turned into like a travel style book. So I'm a huge traveler, as I mentioned earlier, and that just made the most sense. You know, when I really thought about what's interesting to me, what am I passionate about? What could I really come up with a cool idea visually? And I wanted it to be more of a picture book, not so much like I am not Dr. Seuss. I am not any of those people that wants to sit there and create rhymes or whatever he does. Um, I want it to be a really cool, beautiful, beautiful illustrated picture book for a little kid. Yes, it'll have a storyline. Yes, it will have words. But the most important part of the book in my head was was the the images, the visuals, because I know when I when Milan was younger and I used to get go to the library or buy books for him, the ones that I loved and the ones that he gravitated towards every single time were always not the ones that have like 500 words on the page, but they were the ones that were beautiful illustrated and I'm someone who I love visually appealing things that's just how my brain works and so I will always go for the book that has the beautiful cover something creative something colorful and same with the illustrations like that stuff really matters to me as a parent when I buy my books it doesn't like I don't care if they're rhymes I don't care if they are the number one recommended book on Amazon. I don't care about any of that. If I'll look through the storyline and I will look through the illustrations when I look at like the preview copy on Amazon and if I like what that looks like, I'll buy it. I don't need anything else, right? I don't even look at reviews. I just look at the pictures and I'm like, okay, yep, or or no, basically. So that's one of the reasons behind the why, right? It was one, the I like I had been thinking about a passive income stream. And then two, when my son said, I want to start a I want to do a business, the book seemed like the most logical thing to do, basically. It seemed like, you know what? This is a different thing for me. I know nothing about this. And I'm also someone who loves a challenge. Like I love learning new things. And if you know anything about me, that is something that you know, you should, or not you should know, but you will know after today's episode. I, nothing more, I shouldn't say nothing more. There's nothing more that I like than learning something new. And I never in a million years thought, yeah, I'm going to do a kid's book on Amazon. Never, like never, never, never. But when the idea popped into my head and I saw that vision 
whatever that initial vision was, I don't even actually remember. I wish I had documented it more because I actually don't remember what that first vision in my head was. But I somehow knew that, okay, the kid's book is the way to go, you know. Um, And then let me just talk a little bit about how the process was without without going into too much detail. Sorry, my laptop just shut off. Without going into like so much specifics, I think I'm going to do a YouTube video on the how because there's just so, there is so much, (laughs) there's so much to doing a self-published book, especially if you're doing illustrations. So basically the process was I, I thought of the idea. I was like, let's do something like travel and we currently live in Pacific Northwest, so that made the most sense. So we said, all right, let's do something with Pacific Northwest. We can have the dogs in the book. And then I eventually just decided just to have it with Kennedy in Milan because that's like they – we got Kennedy when he was two or three. And Kennedy was a baby. Milan was really young. And so they're, they have a very special little relationship that he doesn't have with, with my other dog, Asha, right? So I just thought it was very – more fitting to do it with Kennedy. So anyway, so long story short, I started brain dumping, right? And I started like Googling, how do you write a children's book? I had no idea. And I found a couple of resources. I'm not someone who likes to spend all of her time Googling, as you guys probably know, because I talk about this all the time (laughs) in my podcast and everything else, that spending so much time Googling to figure out things just wastes your time. It's better to find someone who has already done the things that you want and get some support or mentorship from them or get a course, you know. So my friend Leanne, luckily, I was lucky enough to have a friend who already wrote, who just went through this. And so she was able to give me the, like, steer me in the right direction, honestly. with her, Without her help, I would have had to purchase an, a course or something because I just had no idea how to get started. So she kind of put me in the right direction. And then basically I was like planning out the different locations and scenes. And then I was like, okay, now I have to really find some, I have to find an illustrator. You know, I I knew that I was going to find an illustrator. I was never planning on doing the, like the pictures on my own. And I initially found someone on Fiverr who she, she literally said, you know, I create Amazon KDP books and covers, you know, and her stuff looked really good. I reached out to one person on Instagram who is based in the UK who her illustrations that she I like I literally went to Instagram and I typed in children's book illustrator and then this person this person popped up. So FYI, here's a a tip here. That's why you need to optimize your Instagram profile in the in your profile name, not your username, but your profile name on Instagram, you have to put something in there that reflects what people are searching for. So if that lady did not have her profile optimized with children's book illustrator, I would never have found her. So I found her, I reached out to her, she seemed great. But in the meantime, I had posted something on my Instagram story and Doc's Design, who was on my podcast last year, who is a, she does a lot with the pet space, but she works with any brand. She does website branding, packaging, and she said, like, we could do that for you or something. So I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Um, amazing. Let's like, let's chat about it. So anyway, needless to say, they were the illustrators behind the book and 
like to say that they nailed it is an understatement. What I sent them over was like chicken scratches, very, very rough, like drawing scenes. I mean, not even drawing. It was just more like, here's the scene of the story. This is what I want for this scene. This is what should be in the picture. Um, To give them that and to get back what we received, I mean, my mind is still blown. They... They are so phenomenal. I And you guys know when I love someone or like if I love someone's work, I will literally run on and on about how great they are. Like, and I will say that about Doc's design. They are so talented, so incredibly talented. Like the small details that they added to that book blew my mind. Like there's a picture, there's one scene where – Um, I'm trying to think I don't have the book in front of me but like there's one like the gum wall for example there's a scene where they're at the gum wall in Seattle and they have Kennedy like licking the wall which is gross you know but it's like funny and it shows his like he's he's a funny dog like he has a personality and that's actually something that he probably would do and then there's just like another scene where they're at the beach and they are like digging for the clams and oysters and they drew they drew the the pail where you could put the clam and oysters in and they put that in Kennedy's mouth. So Kennedy is holding the pail. It's just like the small attention to detail that I didn't put in there. Like I didn't say, hey, you need to, you know, you need to put the pail in his mouth. They just did that on their own. They saw my vision. They did a couple sketches. The only sketches that they did up front were of the boy and the dog. And they nailed it. Like I gave them a few pictures and I said, I want the dog to be wearing this like orangey white Harper has it bow tie and that's it. And they just nailed it and everything else. I sent them pictures of all the locations. Like here's pictures from Whitby Island. Here's pictures from Bainbridge Island. Here's the ferry. We have one scene that they, and this is a really special one for me because we lived in Ballard, which is a Nordic, like Scandinavian, Swedish area of Seattle for two years and or it's like an it used to be an old like Nordic I think it's Nordic yeah fishing town and it's just a very very special place to me and it's the it's my favorite place in the U.S. that I've ever lived really um as an adult I would say that as an adult it's my favorite place that I've lived in somewhere that's just really special to me that's where I grew and scaled the Dapper Dog Box. That's where I sold the Dapper Dog Box. That is where I started my new business, the one that I have today. It's really where my son kind of grew. grew. I mean, he was a baby when we moved there. And that's really where we shared just so many special, very special memories. And Ballard is just such an amazing, incredible area of Seattle. Um, And I truly, truly miss living there more than I could say. Uh, so hopefully we'll be back. I would actually love to move back there, but that's for a different podcast recording. So yeah, that's kind of like the illustration part that, and that's the most important part really of a book is like, you should have a little bit of a problem. You should have a good storyline, but the illust, if it's a kid's book, like your illustrations, I think are the most important part, you know? Um, So yeah, the illustrations, the cover, and that's kind of it. And so I self-publish on Amazon. Amazon makes it uh, very easy for people that want to create and launch a book to do that. So 
I would I would say for this episode, right? Um, one, writing writing the book, doing all the things, it was ex- it was a lot of work, okay? And I know you see people that just launch something and they're like, oh, I launched a book, like no big deal. And they make it look very easy. And I'm always going to tell you, no, it's not easy because I'm very transparent. (laughs) I'm transparent about everything. It was not easy at all. It was extremely challenging and frustrating. And there were times when I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. I I can't do it. Because you just get it. You go into like these little roadblocks or you hit roadblocks. And... So I will say it was very hard to do. It was probably one of the hardest things I've actually ever done. And at the same time, wildly, wildly worthwhile and fulfilling. And I have to say, out of all the things I have ever done in my whole life, this is one of my prouder accomplishments. I will say that. And I never, I'm the type of person who I don't give myself credit for anything. I'm never proud of myself. I, you know, I could do all these different things and I'm like, uh, I should have done better. I could have done better. Like this person's doing this thing and I'm not even near that person. So just like a lot of you, like I also have imposter syndrome. I also have a lot of things with like just not feeling like I'm doing enough. So I totally get that. Um, But this, I, I do feel proud. You know, I will say I definitely feel proud of it. And I'm just so happy with the way it turned out. I went with a great illustrator, someone who understood my vision and someone who looking at their work, I knew that they would be able to take what I had in my brain and put it out on the paper, basically. So I will say that um, I was very sure that whatever we did together would be pretty much amazing. And I so I owe it all to them. I mean, without them, the book would have been like I don't know. It just wouldn't have been very good. And honestly, I can't imagine working with any other illustrator. There's just no way. There's no way that anyone else could have taken my vision and turned it into what they did. And I have an idea. I would like to do a series of these. So I need to figure out other things first. I'm still learning, you know, Um, but I'd like to do a series where you know, travel based. I'm all, I'm a traveler. I love travel and I would love to do the next one with Asha, my black lab. And it would take place in Boston and New England. Cause that's where I'm from. And that's where Asha, you know, that's where I got Asha from, from a rescue in Arkansas and, you know, spent four years with Asha in Boston. And so there would just be so many fun things that I could do a book about. And of course you guys know, I love, love, love my Asha girl. She's my first baby. So anyway, um, so then like, what's it, what are, what are the next steps with the book? Okay. So I've talked about, um, I talked about what the book is about. I've talked about why I wrote it. I've talked a little bit about the process. I'm leaving most of the process out because literally that could be about three or four or five or six podcast episodes. And maybe at some point I will do a podcast series on how to create a passive income book on Amazon. I think that would actually be great. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> um, I need to like just take a step back and look at all the things I did with this book and then really have a great robust, I would say, podcast series. But that will be another time. What I'd like to talk about is, okay, I published the book, Now What? Right? And this is this relates to anyone that has launched a business or launched a product business or launches a new product 
you can think of, you can take this framework of what I'm going to tell you and just apply it to your own business. So this is nothing new that I talk about. I talk about marketing and visibility all the time. That is like, that is what I do. So I launched the book, right? I started really simple. Okay. I launched a paperback on Amazon Kindle direct publishing. So basically all you have to do is upload your manuscript, which is like either the paper or like the inside of the book, right? The interior. And then you upload the cover of the book. So the front cover, the back cover, and then the spine of the book, which is basically that middle piece that will say the name and the the book name and things like that. So um, basically all you really have to do to like publish, self-publish a book on Amazon is upload your cover, your manuscript, and then just like the basic details, right? Like the name of the book, the description. Um, There's some other things that I'm not going to get into too much here today, but um, very basic. You have to get an ISBN number, which is like the ident- identifier number, a barcode, which again, um, thank you to my friend Leanne who told me about that. She, you know, again, she saved me a lot of time. So I did all that stuff and then you kind of just upload it, right? But then that's not where it ends, right? You have to understand how do I, there's two parts of this. Actually, there's three parts. So the first part is how do I optimize my Amazon listing? Just like if you have a website, right? How do I optimize my website? This is the same exact, same exact thing. How do I optimize my Amazon listing? And that's going to be multiple things, but I believe the two most important parts are the keywords that you associate with your listing in your book and then the categories you choose. So the keywords are going to be, what are the words that people are searching for when they're looking for my book, right? And so you have to do research on those, which I will talk about in a sec. Uh, The second part is gonna be the categories. What what are the book categories? You know, you have to look at things like how many how many books are there in the different categories? Um, how how might someone find me in this different category? So it's it's kind of complicated. And again, something that I know nothing about. I Yes, I've published products on Amazon, but I'm not an Amazon expert and I never will put myself out there to be one, right? So I have had to learn a lot about the Amazon book publishing space, which is a whole new territory for me. And of course, I love learning. So I'm all about it. Um, so that's like the first part is when you're marketing your Amazon book, the first part is just how do you optimize your listing? So before you even think about marketing properly, you have to make sure your listing is optimized. And and now that I know a little bit, I've looked at other people's book stuff And I've looked at the categories that they're choosing and I'm even like, oh, I wonder why they chose that category. That doesn't feel like it makes sense. So again, I'm not an expert. I'm learning, um, but I always like to share little tips with you guys in case you feel inspired to write a book yourself. It doesn't have to be a kid's book. It could be any book. And I cannot wait to hear if you guys are interested in this too. And if you are, I'm happy to do more episodes on more passive income streams for a product-based business. And I think... Any product-based business, you could incorporate a book into your brand very easily. So, okay, so we talked a little bit about um, the process. So you publish the book, now what, right? You have to optimize your listing. So you have to do the right keywords, the right categories. And because I don't know anything about that on Amazon, I actually purchased a course yesterday from someone called Kindlepreneur. I found his 
And this is again, like this is how visibility works. This guy created a video on YouTube, right? I searched for something on Google. I found his YouTube video, right? Then I watched his video and then I was like, oh, this guy is really good. I'm going to watch more videos. So last night at like 10 p.m., I was binge listen, binge watching all of his YouTube videos. And at some point I came across something and it was like, oh, grab my course about keywords and categories. And I was like, um, done. So I grabbed his course and it was a very, 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 very mini course. So I'm, I'm, I'm already halfway through his course and I think I only watched it for about an hour. And I'm not even joking, between his course and the, the platform that he, he's created to help people discover keywords, look at your competitors, look at your competitors' categories, he created a tool called, I actually forget what it's called now, something Rocket, like Rocket Publishing or something. And it like blown away, blown away. It was, it was $97 for like a lifetime membership. Did I want to spend another $97 after buying his $50 course? Not really, but like if it's going to help me sell more books, who cares? It's $150. And that is, that is why you invest in your business because someone's course or training or workshop or challenge or one-on-one coaching, it literally helps you get from A to B, B to C, C to D faster and quicker. And you save money in the long run because you're not wasting your time Googling 500 different things, going down the rabbit hole of YouTube videos, and then you still feel confused and not know what to do. His quick little course, literally like last night, I'm on this Amazon tool. I'm looking at my competitors. I'm getting my new list of keywords. I'm getting all my new categories that I can publish on. I'm learning and understanding how my competitors' books are ranked and how how I could leverage my own one. It was incredible. There's, I was blown away by how much it helped me. And I don't know anything about Amazon book publishing and that kind of stuff. So it isn't like I already know about this. I know nothing about it. So I wanted to also share my win with you because again, it reinforces the fact that if you are stuck on something, if you're like, well, shit, I don't know how to get traffic for my business. I don't know how to sell more products. I don't know how to get my website to look better. Find a person who has already done those things and figure out how you can work with them. If it's a course, if it's a free training, if it's um, a workshop that they have for 97 bucks, if it's a course, right? That stuff will help you. And last night is my shiny new example of how a course helped me massively. And yes, I had to spend $150, but I am a hundred and million percent confident that I will a hundred percent sell a ton more books now because of this guy. So thank you, Kindlepreneur. I will also tag you in my show notes. So I forget what I was rambling on about before this, but the point was, is after you publish the book, is you have to make sure your stuff is optimized and then you have to market it. So that leads me into the last part of this podcast recording is the marketing part. So I haven't done anything to market this book yet, okay? I I teased my Instagram audience over the last few months with a few like sneak peeks, um, very, very minimally to be honest with you. I told a few people, one of my friends helped me a lot with just – like I would brain dump my ideas with her and she would say, you should do this or we you could do that. Thank you, Nicole. 
Um, so I did things like that, but honestly, I, I haven't done anything with marketing. I, for me, I said, okay, I, I have to sort of get it out into the world and then learn how to market it better because getting this book published was such a beast. Like I said, like anything new is going to be hard for you, right? But if you're committed and you have a no, not like no excuses attitude, you can do it too. Okay, um, anyone can do what I have just done. It is not rocket science. It's not, you don't need anything. You don't need any prior qualifications. Like, yes, it helps if you if you understand like marketing in a sense. Sorry, my laptop died one more time. Or not died, but um, anyway. Yeah, it helps if you can understand marketing in a sense, but not really. I mean, I think anyone that wants to publish a book would be on the on a very even playing field, I'll say that. So when it comes to marketing now that the book is live, now I'm going to start promoting it. I'm going to add a page to my website. Um, I'm going to start blogging about it and probably write some articles that have something to do with kids books, kid like great books for kids and dogs, you know, great gifts for um, moms with young kids. And I can reference my book in there. So that's going to be one thing that I will do. And I'll probably talk about it on my Instagram a little bit more. I'll probably reference it on my podcast once in a while. Nothing crazy. I'm definitely going to do a YouTube series on how I created and launched a children's book just because, like I said, doing this was not easy. There are so many things you have to learn. And so I'm someone where if I have a little bit of knowledge, I want to share it with you. You know, I'm not going to create a course on how to write a book. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I will create free content that can help the average person who is looking to write a kid's book on Amazon, that can help them because this was a really hard process for me. And if I didn't have my friend Leanne, um, I would have wasted more time trying to find information or I would have had to buy, you know, an expensive course, which that's also okay, right? It's okay to buy an expensive course, but it was something that um, with her help and like, you know, finding, I found two bloggers who honestly, between the two of them, I they gave me all the information I really needed um, for the most part. I had to figure out the rest. So um, I'm going to do a YouTube series on this. And then what I'll probably start doing is do some outreach. So like try to get featured in other people's podcasts if they have a mom and kids audience, not kids audience, but like if they have a, an audience for moms, um, probably get try to reach out and get on other people's blogs that do anything with kids books like you know the best kids books for dog lovers or something like that um I can I don't know like I need to also figure out how to market a kids book I actually don't have any experience in this so I also have to be like okay well what could I do that's different and unique so um we'll see I will keep you guys posted on like how to market a kids book I think it's super fun and I love sharing my journey with you because I am someone who it's nice to be able to share the small things with people that you don't get from a blog post, you know? Um, people say, oh, I did a kid's book. I just like, okay, here's the thing too that makes me mad. So I would find random people's like YouTube videos and they would say, I wrote a kid's book in one hour and published it. And I'm like, oh God, why is mine taking me eight months? <laughs> and I started to feel bad about myself. Like what's wrong with me? Why can I not get this kids book done like what's my problem and I have to always go back and remind myself that people 
people fabricate stuff all the time. People don't tell you the actual hard stuff that goes behind oh, I published a kid's book in one hour. Like I wrote it, I made my cover and I published it in one hour. There's an actual video that that talks about that. It's very harmful for people because I don't think anyone can actually publish, write, create, get the cover done and publish a kid's book in one hour. If, if you can, if you did, please feel free to call me out. I would love to hear how you did that because please teach me because my book took me eight freaking months to do. So Um, and then, so my other, so here's my other thing, um, on Amazon, you can do, I think it's called Kindle worldwide distributor. I don't know. It's something, something on Amazon where when you publish your book, you can click a little button and it basically distributes your books to other places. So like barnesandnobles.com could pick up your book, target.com could pick up your book, things like that. So right now I do have that clicked on my website. The royalties for that are so small that literally if I sold, if someone bought a book like through this barnesandnobles.com, I literally make 36 cents. I'm not even joking. 36 cents. So it's not really worth it. But for me, I'm kind of like, whatever, like 36 cents is 36 cents. I don't have to actually do anything to get that 36 cents. So that's where the passive income comes in here, which is fantastic. And it's not about money, you know, necessarily. I love the idea of just my little book getting out to people. That makes me so happy. And for me right now, that's way more important than anything else. I just want people to get it. And I want to say, you know what? I read your book and I loved it. I love the illustrations. They were really beautiful. Like, thank you. That's kind of all I really want right now, to be honest with you. I'm not looking at this as some massive moneymaker. Um, for me, it's really fun to learn something and then I love to do it better the next time, basically. So the other thing that the other vision I have for this is getting into shops, which is actually what my biggest vision was from the beginning is I want this in shops. So when I go around to shops in my, you know, hometown in Pacific Northwest, Washington, Oregon, I love going to little shops that sell products that are about, like Washington or Oregon, right? So I really foresee this being in really boutique, cute little shops. That's my vision for my book. So what I have to do basically is I'm going to work with, or I'm going to sign up with, it's it's called Ingram Spark. And thank you, um, thank you, Miko. Miko and Miko's mom. It's a, it's a pet account, Instagram account. Um, she's actually going to be in my podcast soon, and we're going to talk about how to like our experience with doing a a book. So it'll be interesting. But she's the one that told me about Ingram Spark. So I checked it out, and basically they allow you to create hardcover copies. You know, you can. My book is twenty four pages, so it's pretty small. And Amazon, you have to have seventy two pages to do a hardcover. So Ingram Spark, you can do whatever page you have. And they have a better distribution for in-person stores and shops. So that's kind of my vision. So my next steps will be to have my illustrator create a new cover for a hardback copy. And then somehow I have to figure out um, how to get this published through the Ingram Spark network and then remove my Amazon um, distribution thing. So it'll, yes, it will be available on Amazon. So Amazon, Amazon Kindle, but it won't be like the Barnes and Nobles type of thing. That will be through the Ingram Spark because they have a bigger, I guess like a better network. I'm not 100% sure. Like I've just literally learned about this a week ago. Um, But I like that they have better capacity to do wholesale. So you can like do wholesale orders with stores. And that's really 
one of my visions for this book is yes, I want it to get into the hands of consumers like through online. Of course, I love that. I love the idea of like really figuring out how to optimize my listing so perfectedly, that's not even a word, so that when someone searches for, you know, Pacific Northwest children's books, my book shows up on the first page. Like that's that is what I want because I'm a, I'm a marketer. I'm an SEO person. So I like the challenge of figuring out how do I how do I like work with the Amazon system here? How do I work with the Amazon algorithm so my book shows up on page 1 and we'll get to ranking number 1. But you know, I just published this last week, so I need to have realistic expectations. Um, but the other goal of mine is to get it into into shops, you know. And with the cover and the book, I do feel like if someone picks it up and starts opening it, they're going to be like, wow, I really want to get this book. So that's how strongly I feel about the illustrations. I think they really will get someone to want to grab that book right up. So anyway, so that is the story behind my children's book. And the children's book is called The Boy Who Chose Adventure, A Boy and His Dog Explore the Pacific Northwest. So if you are interested in grabbing a copy of this book, you can go to Amazon and type in that title and you'll find it right away. Um, I will also link it in the show notes below so you can grab a copy. It's great for, you know, if you have young kids, like let's say ages two to like seven, two, two to eight even, um, the first book bulk would be for moms that have young kids where, you know, you read the stories to your kids and they just look at the pictures, right? The second group would be, you know, for like six-year-old, six and seven-year-olds who are, or I'm not sure when kids start reading. I know mine started reading at five, but, you know, whenever your kid starts reading books on their own, this is a great book for them too, because it's the pictures tell the story more than the words, but they can look at the words, they can look at the pictures, and it'll help them read and help them learn about, you know, a different area of the country that they may not have gone to. And they may say, you know what, mom, I want to go to Pacific Northwest. I want to go see the orca whales. I want to go see the gum wall. So again, that's like my dream here is to make little kids happy with some beautiful pictures because that is something that, you know, I did with my son, especially when he was like, um, let me see, it was like two years ago when we, when we really were reading a lot. So he was like four, four and a half. I was really into getting really cool books from Amazon. I would like Google New Orleans kids books and I would choose these beautifully illustrated books because I love New Orleans. And those were the ones that I chose for him. They were always like the beautifully illustrated ones. And I just, I just appreciate that. So anyway, um, so that is it for this podcast episode. Again, if you, if you want to grab a copy of the book, it's great for that age range. It also makes a great gift for the holidays coming up. So if you need a holiday gift for your, for mom, friend, uh, your coworker, your sister, your sister-in-law, anyone that has young kids, they will love the book. And it's a very special book based on, you know, it's fiction, but it's based on, you know, real life things that has that have happened with, you know, my child and my dog. And it's just a very special, I called it like my passion project. Is that the right word for this? I have no idea, but that's sort of what it was in my head. It was like, this is a really fun project that I'm so grateful that I could actually put out into the world. I think a lot of us have an idea for something and we just automatically think I could never, I could never do that. You know, how would I, why should I do that? Who would buy my book? You know, we start getting imposter syndrome and we start really doubting our abilities. And I'm literally here to tell you, 
as I always do, you can do it. You can do any freaking thing that you put your mind to as long as you have the willingness and the patience and the hard work and the determination to see it through. You know, if you remove no from your brain, what would happen if you only said yes? You too can do something like this. And I'm not saying that in any sort of condescending way. Everything I say is literally to help you, to help motivate you a little bit or help inspire you. Um, but yeah, I feel grateful that I could could do this this kid's book. It's definitely, it feels like a little dream come true that I never knew that I wanted. <laughs> and now that it's here, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do more. It's just so fun. And I'm such a creative person and coming up with the little scenes and all that. I mean, I spent hours, hours and hours and hours and hours like doing little diagrams, writing out the scenes on paper. I mean, I have actually a paper copy of, it's kind of like, the rough draft of the book before I kind of like officially send it to the illustrators. I should probably show that in my YouTube videos because it's it looks like crap, you know, but you can do this stuff too. It's just part of it is like learning that you actually can do it. I think a lot of people don't even know that they can self-publish a book on Amazon. You know, Amazon, we can all love to hate it, but they make it easy for creative people to do things like this. So I'm going to leave you with that last message as I wrap up this episode. But again, if you want to support me, no pressure. If you want to support me, support the podcast, um, grab yourself a copy of The Boy Who Chose Adventure. And if you do buy it, please send me a message on Instagram, carrie.a.fitzgerald. It is in the show notes below. And tell me that you grabbed a copy of the book. Um, I first off want to know... Like, I, I always love to know, like, who supports, you know. I appreciate it, and I will love to support you back. But I also want to know who buys it because I want to ask you, too, can you please leave a review? Amazon is, like, that's how your stuff gets higher is reviews. So if you do get a book, thank you so much. I love you, and please leave a review. And if you do, I will send you something special in terms of a marketing resource tell me, you can basically tell me, here's one thing I'm struggling with and I will help you. I'll give you a tip. I'll give you something personally, personal feedback for your business. I'll give you, if I have a resource, if I have anything from my, like my, what's the word? I don't even know what I'm thinking of. Anything I have in my like resource library, I will share something with you that can help you because I appreciate the support so much. And I also want to, in return, support you. So I will promise you that if you buy a copy of the book, please send me a DM on Instagram. Just send me like a screenshot of the book purchase or 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 not, whatever. I trust you. And I will give you a tip. So I will leave you with that. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you like this um, different episode on the podcast. I, I'm kind of loving doing these impromptu recordings. They're not going to be edited by my podcast producer. It's just going to be put out there. It's, it's kind of like we were sitting in a coffee shop and you said, Hey, Carrie, tell me about how you published your kid's book. And we just, I literally sat there talking to you as I would in real life. And so I really like these episodes because they're very authentic. They're very raw. There's no scripting. I freaking hate scripted podcasts. Can we please get rid of those? 
Um, I never want to feel like I'm reading off of like a teleprompter. It just, it's just not my thing. And I like it to feel authentic and real because that's what I'm kind of all about. So, all right, guys, thank you so much as always. And if you like this episode, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And if you have not left a review on Apple iTunes, please go ahead. I would really appreciate if you left a quick review and just tell me what you learned. If you learned something new today, if you like something about any of the episodes that I've published out before, um, I love hearing from you. So please let me know. All right. Thanks, guys.